Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of The Blind Analysis. My name is Tommy Ray Valdez. Today, I want to talk a little more Seattle Mariners baseball, and I also want to talk a little about the Seattle Seahawks as well. So first, I'm going to start off by talking a little bit about the Seattle Mariners. Um, I want to talk about this Mariners-Rangers series, and I also want to get you guys ready for the upcoming series between the Mariners and the Blue Jays. That's going to be a big series, so we'll talk a little bit about that as well. But first, I'm going to start off with this Mariners-Rangers series, Game 1. Logan Gilbert on the mound for the Mariners, Kobe Allard on the mound for the Rangers, and um, the Rangers get on the board first with a solo home run by Jason Martin, um, and then uh, the Mariners uh, get on the board with a couple of back-to-back solo shots, one by Mitch Hanniger, his 26th home run of the season, which ties a career high, and another home run by Kyle Seeger, his 25th home run of the season, and the Mariners jump out in front with a 2-1 to lead. Then the Rangers tied the game um, in a very interesting way. Uh, DJ P- DJ Peters um, hits a double. Jonah Hine is rounding the bases, and Mitch Hanniger makes a great throw to the cutoff man, Abraham Toro. And then Abraham Toro throws home to Tom Murphy. The throw is there in time, but Tom Murphy drops the ball, and uh, that ties the game at 2-2. Two to two. Then Adolis Garcia hits a solo home run off of Paul Seawalt in the eighth inning to give the Rangers a 3-2 lead. A good pitch by Paul Seawalt. It was a nice slider in a good location, but Adolis Garcia was able to get to it. And the Rangers jump out in front 3-2. But then things get really interesting in the ninth inning. Uh, Really good at-bats by the the Mariners. Um, Jared Kelnick uh, walks on a 3-2 count. Jake Bowers also walks on a 3-2 count. Um, And then... uh, Cal Raleigh hits a base hit to load the bases. And then uh, Jake Fraley walks with the bases loaded. He walks in a run that ties the game at three to three. But then in the 10th inning, Eric Swanson takes over on the mound for the Mariners. He ends up giving up a couple of runs on a couple of RBI base hits. One to Isaiah Kiner-Falefa and another one to Yanni Hernandez. Um, And uh, the Rangers go on to win game one, final score of five to three. Game two, Really good pitching matchup. Tyler Anderson on the mound for the Mariners. And uh, for the Rangers, uh, Spencer Howard got the start. A new guy coming over from the Philadelphia Phillies. And um, really good pitching in this game. Uh, The Rangers get on the board first with a sacrifice fly by DJ Peters. And that gives the Rangers an early 1-0 lead. Um, But then the Mariners, um, they get on the board uh, with a bases loaded walk by Jared Kelnick uh, that ties the game at one to one late in this ball game. Um, and then uh, the Mariners end up winning the game in the bottom of the ninth inning. Uh, Luis Torrens comes off the bench and uh, hits an, hits a base hit um, and uh, drives in a run. And uh, the Mariners win game two, final score of two to one. Uh, game three, Marco Gonzalez on the mound for the Mariners. Mike fulton on the mound for the Rangers. And um, this was another very good pitching matchup. Uh, the Rangers get on the board first with a solo home run by Charlie Culberson. Uh, but that would be the only run that Marco Gonzalez would give up in this game. He pitches very well. Uh, the Mariners get on the board. Um, they get a, a solo home run by J.P. Crawford. Uh, they also get uh, another solo home run by Jake Fraley. Um, and uh, what was really interesting about these home runs 
was um, uh, Mike fulton has given up 33 home runs this season, and he's given up seven home runs to the Mariners, and three of those home runs have been hit by J.P. Crawford. Uh, J.P. Crawford now has six home runs on the season, and um, he uh, he's hit three of those six home runs off of Mike fulton uh, Jake Fraley um, has hit... Uh, Eight home runs this season. And also Jared Kelnick drives in a run with a sacrifice fly. And uh, the Mariners go on to win this game. Final score of 3-1. to one. Marco Gonzalez pitches very well in this game. He pitches the whole game, all nine innings. He strikes out nine batters. Only gives up one run on two hits. And um, he uh, ties his career high in strikeouts with nine. So a very good outing for Marco Gonzalez. His third career complete game. He now has... His fourth win on the season, um, and he's really been pitching well. Uh, his command has gotten a whole lot better, and um, you know he's really pitched well here in the second half of the season. Hopefully that will continue. Uh, but the Mariners take two out of three in this series against the Rangers. They now have a 61 and 55 record. Uh, they are currently four and a half games back for that second wild card spot behind the Boston Red Sox, who have really uh, been slipping lately. Uh, they have fallen. All the way down to the second wild card spot after leading their division for so long, um, and now the Oakland A's have the first wild card spot. So uh, Mariners uh, have a big series coming up with the Toronto Blue Jays, a team that is right in front of them in this wild card race. Uh, the Toronto Blue Jays have one of the best offenses in the American League, so um, Mariners are going to have their hands full. But they've done a really good job of uh, pitching very well lately, and uh, it was really awesome that Marco Gonzalez was able to get that complete game and uh, really give the bullpen an, an extra day off. So, um, you know, hopefully that will help them in this upcoming series against the Blue Jays. Uh, I know they're going to have to work a lot in this series. The Mariners are going to have to score a lot of runs, which they really haven't been doing lately. So, um, you know, hopefully the Mariners um, can drive in a lot of runs and, um, you know, hopefully they can do a better job with runners in scoring position. Lately, they've been leaving a lot of runners on base. Um, so hopefully um, the Mariners could come up with their big hits, come up with some big innings um, and uh, go out and win this series. That would be awesome uh, to gain some ground on the Blue Jays and, um, you know, uh, jump in front of them and uh, try and win this second wildcard spot at, at the very least. So we'll see what happens. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch um, and uh, I'm really looking forward to it. So that's my thoughts on the Mariners. Now I want to talk about the Seahawks. Um, they have a big preseason game one um, coming up, their first preseason game of the season coming up in Las Vegas against the Raiders. Um, and I'm really excited to see this offense, um, you know, uh, with Shane Waldron uh, taking over as offensive coordinator. I'm really excited to see uh, what this offense is going to look like. They do say that it's going to be a lot more well-balanced, so I'm really looking forward to that. Um and, uh, you know, I've heard that they're going to move around our receivers a lot more. Um, you know, we're not going to see uh, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett lined up in the same spots all the time. They're going to be move, moving around a lot. Um, and who's going to step up and be that third receiver uh, for the Seahawks? Um, I know Freddie Swain uh, has been very good uh, these past couple of seasons. Uh, look for him to step up and um, make some big plays for us this season. And also Dwayne Eskridge, um, the rookie that we drafted. 
Um, and maybe there's some other guys that I don't know yet that uh, could possibly really step up. Um, but this is going to be really interesting uh, to see um, how we can balance out, you know, the passing game and the running game with Chris Carson. Um, and I'm really interested in seeing our defense as well. Uh, last season, the Seahawks uh, were ranked 22nd um, in defense overall, uh, but they did a really good job of stopping the run, but they really struggled um, in slowing down the passing game. Uh, they were last in pass defense last season, so um, really looking for that to improve. I do like our corners in Trey Flowers, uh, DJ Reed, Akilah Witherspoon. Um, and of course, I'm really excited to see another season of Bobby Wagner and Jordan Brooks. Uh, they're going to be some really good linebackers for us. Um, and, uh, you know, the pass rush group is going to be very good. Seahawks did just cut Alden Smith, um, who had a battery assault charge back in April. Um, but uh, that means maybe a guy like Alden Robinson uh, could really step up um, in his place. You know, he had a, a really good season last year uh, with uh, four sacks. Um, and limited playing time, obviously, but, um, you know, I'm expecting him to step up and have a really good season for the Seahawks. Uh, and of course, I'm really excited to see Carlos Dunlap, um, Kerry Hyde, um, and just this, this group of pass rushers uh, is going to be uh, very good and very exciting to watch. Um, and uh, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Hopefully this defense can improve. Um, and, uh, you know, hopefully, um, we can just play some really good complimentary football offensively. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. The Raiders, um, they do have a very good offense. I know it's preseason and, and uh, you know, win or lose, these games really don't matter. But, um, you know, it would just be really exciting to see uh, the Seahawks just click on all cylinders. And, um, you know, we'll just have to see how this plays out. And uh, hopefully we could play well. So, um you know, it's going to be really interesting. Uh, another really good name on that defense, Puna Ford. Um, I know he um, played very well in their uh, mock game that they had uh, last week, uh, their scrimmage game. Um, you know, he did have a pick six. Um, and, um, you know, he does a really good job of sacking the quarterback and uh, making some really good things happen. Uh, still waiting to see... Um, what's going to happen with the contract situations for Dwayne Brown and Jamal Adams. Um, still nothing yet, but, um, you know, hopefully we can get those guys back soon and on the field. I know the Seahawks are really thin at left tackle right now. So it would be really nice to have Dwayne Brown back. And um, like I said, on the last episode with Jamal Adams, um, you know, the last time I talked about the Seahawks, um, you know, I talked about how, we gave up two first round draft picks for Jamal Adams. So we have to get this deal done. Um, so it's going to be interesting. We'll just have to wait and see how this all plays out and uh, can't wait to see the Seahawks on the field. That's going to be awesome. So uh, that's coming up on Saturday at 6 PM on Fox. So it uh, should be a lot of fun. So that's my thoughts on the Seahawks and the Mariners. Just want to leave you guys with a quick Bible verse before I go. Uh, this was Caleb's encouraging word a couple of days ago. And uh, it, was for, it was from Colossians chapter 4, verse 2. And it says, it says, um, devote yourself to prayer with an alert mind and a thankful heart. You know, there's there are times where, you know, we, we tend to, and myself included here, um, 
we tend to ask God to help us, you know, a lot. And, and that's fine. That That's awesome to know that we have a God who wants to help us. Um, but, you know, we, we tend to ask God to fix a lot of things in our lives and, and um, you know, to make things better for us. Um, and that's fine. But sometimes we just need to remember to have a thankful heart and, and to be grateful for the things that we do have and for the blessings that we do have. It's always nice to just remember to count our blessings and to be thankful and grateful to God for all that he's done for us. Um, and, uh, you know, that's what I think this Bible verse is all about, just being thankful and spending time in prayer and thanking God for everything that we do have. Um, I know that if we were to make a list of all the things that um, that we want in our life, of all the, all the things that are going wrong, um, and if we were to make another list of all of the good things that we have in our life, I feel like the good would really outweigh the bad. So, um, you know, if you're in a tough situation, just remember to be thankful for what you do have and just continue to pray and, and ask God for help. And, um, you know, God will help you in the middle of your tough situations. Uh, but just be thankful and grateful and know that there is a purpose for everything um, that we go through in our lives. And uh, God has a reason for everything. And uh, one day we will understand it all. So thank you guys for listening. God bless you guys. See you next time. Go Mariners and go Hawks.